Hello, my friend. Adversity is a powerful tool, especially for visionaries. What makes a visionary? Well, you don't start off wanting to be a visionary. That's just the name that we give people who have a steadfast conviction on producing change or creativity or something useful for the world, something useful for humanity, something useful beyond themselves. And they're not looking for themselves to be the center of all the attention. They've made the the planet the center of their attention. What determines a visionary is someone who sees beyond themselves and not someone who sees the planet giving them something. That's called ambition. Ambition is when you want the planet to give you something. But vision is when you want to give the planet something to experience long after you're gone. The seed within you, the seed of hope, the seed of desire, the seed of purpose, the seed of something consistent, the seed of conviction. What are your convictions? What's holding you together to be steadfast? That's the first ingredient of a visionary. You're not caught up with the title of it, but there is a conviction within you that won't let you go. Not just a curiosity to try, but a conviction that's steadfast that will not let you go. And from this conviction comes inspiration. And from this inspiration, passion is produced. And from this passion, vision is produced because you see yourself planting that seed into the planet. You see it. You see what, how things could be. You see how they should be. And it won't let you go. And when there is conviction, adversity won't defeat you. Because I'm going to tell you something. Whenever you get up to do something positive, there is going to be resistance. Whenever you get up to do something different, there is going to be resistance. First, from you. Secondly, from you again. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be a, a resistance from your familiar pattern of convenience and comfort. And you're not looking at your comfort zones as actual comfort zones. It's just familiarity. It's how you've been invested in a certain routine in your life. And even though you're saying all of the right things, I know my convenience is going to get shaken. You don't know emotionally what a shaken convenience feels like until your convictions are tried. You don't know. You know the vernacular, you know the theory, but you don't know the experience. Adversity is going to make you. And you're going to find out if your convictions are true. But whenever convictions are true, adversity doesn't stop you. It causes you to imagine deeper. As a matter of fact, every legitimate seed, every legitimate seed grows when adversity hits it. The demands of life cause you to think and create streams. And you're not just looking at streams of income. You're looking at streams of outflow. How many streams of of giving can I make? How many streams of producing can I make? I'm not just looking for something to compensate for my job. I'm looking for something that enables me to give even more of my life to the world. Are you looking for something to give you money 
jobs other than your job? Are you looking for something that will enable you to give to the planet? What is the seed of your passion? Because when the passion is true, adversity will motivate you instead of cause you to retreat. See, the scripture said, Jesus said something like this. He said, a sore went out to sow. And he says, the seed went out and the fowls of the air took the seed immediately, which means we heard a lot of things that we were not interested in. We heard the capacity. We heard the secrets, but there was nothing valuable or relevant in it. Whenever I'm in an environment and I'm hearing words that pique no interest or relevance, you wonder, your mind wonders, and you think ahead to something else. Your, your body's there, but your mind is gone, and you fall asleep, and you become weary because I'm hearing a bunch of words that make no sense to me. And then he says that the, the, so, the seed fell on uh, rough ground. In other words, uh, it produced, it was excited, it sounded possible. But when adverse conditions came and trials, challenges, the need to study, the need to focus, the need to change relationships, the need to do something different. When that happened, we lost interest and the seed died. It died. It was excited, but it died when it found out the work involved and the transitions involved and the responsibilities and the requirements involved. It's, it's because it couldn't handle adversity or sudden changes. It doesn't mean that it was hard. It was just a challenge. And then it says the seed fell on thorny ground and it choked the word which means there were cares. I hear this word, not preaching, but I, not just preaching, but I hear possibility. But my life is too involved in too many emotional entrapments and responsibilities and obligations to focus on it or to trust it securely to think that it would work. And then he said the seed fell on good ground, which produced 30-fold or 60-fold or 100-fold manifestation. Good ground. Now, we all want to be good ground, but we may be stony ground. We all want to be good ground, but we are disinterested or we have thorny mindsets. But we all want to be good. But how we respond to adversity determines the ground we're on. And one thing that we've done with spirituality is made it fake and buffoonery by always declaring what we want, but adversity will always expose who you are. We always declare what we want, but challenges will always reveal who you are. If you want to know your faith, don't look at what you say. Look at how you respond, how you respond to adversity, and you will see your faith. Your faith is not what you claim, but it's what challenges expose out of you. So, have you determined that seed? Because vision is what we call it. But when your conviction is true, you're finding unsurmountable and infallible ways to try to get your product to the planet into the planet instead of see instead of seeing how the planet could pay you I'm Andre Pfizer